From Up North News, I'm Pat Kreitlow with your Coronavirus Daily Update for Wednesday, April 29th. Remember those heady days of January and early February when politicians in Madison were arguing over the right way to handle a projected state budget surplus of more than $800 million? And President Trump claimed the 2017 tax bill would lead to perhaps 6% GDP growth. Good times, remember those? Well, one global pandemic later, and with today's report showing the U.S. economy actually shrunk almost 5% in the last quarter, Wisconsin leaders now agree on one thing. State spending will be shrinking as well. Governor Tony Evers announced on Wednesday a 5% cut in spending by executive branch agencies, that's according to an email sent to all state employees and first reported by WIS Politics. Republican Assembly Speaker Robin Voss praised the spending cut announcement as smart, proactive, and prudent. The governor appeared on WTMJ Radio in Milwaukee Wednesday morning to talk in part about the Republican effort to have his extension of quarantine safeguards thrown out by the state Supreme Court. Evers echoed a theme in the legal brief he filed late yesterday in response to the lawsuit, that the GOP may not like his plan, but they offer none of their own. I have a plan and they sued me, Evers said. If they had a plan, I'd be glad to sit down and talk with them. The lawsuit claims Governor Evers and DHS Secretary-designee Andrea Palm overstepped their authority when extending the Safer at Home restrictions. The governor noted the regular legislative process requires 20 days at least for what's typically described as an emergency rule, and deadly viruses don't wait around for politicians, the governor says, and that's why state law gives DHS the power to act quickly to stop the pandemic. Plus, the governor added, if the legislature really wanted to be a partner in crisis management, why has the Senate Health Committee not met since March 11th, and the Assembly Health Committee has not met since February 17th? Well, the coronavirus outbreak has had a field day with the employees of America's meatpacking plants. Now there's a bipartisan request to have the Federal Trade Commission conduct an antitrust investigation into the meatpacking industry. Wisconsin Democrat Tammy Baldwin and Missouri Republican Josh Hawley want to know if the corporate takeovers that have shrunk the industry down to a small number of large corporate processors has exacerbated the disruption to America's food chain during this pandemic. Baldwin says only four companies control 85% of all beef processing in the U.S., including two foreign-owned companies, JBS of Brazil and Smithfield, which is Chinese-owned. As industry consolidation has led to fewer but much larger slaughterhouses, any disruption at all can undermine America's meat supply. All right, so we've told you about tight state finances and a story about meatpacking plants where conditions have made outbreaks more prevalent. Our final story combines the two in a way that may or may not sit well with you. Congress is working on its next steps on providing assistance because of the pandemic. Federal money has already gone to hospitals, to more testing, to the unemployed, to small businesses. But Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell has consistently said the next bill should not give financial help to the states. We don't have time to get into the political weeds on this, but it's based on the ongoing war against public employees. Anyway, McConnell reversed course today and said... He's now open to helping state governments. And yes, there's a big string attached. In return for aid to the states, which Democrats are looking for, McConnell wants the bill to include broad immunity from lawsuits for meat packers and almost any other business 
that could be sued for things ranging from unsafe work environments to employment discrimination and privacy problems to customer concerns. McConnell predicts an avalanche of lawsuits after the pandemic subsides, so expect a delicate dance in Washington as both parties and corporate and labor interests try to weave a new legal framework that protects workers and customers from bad actions while giving businesses enough certainty to once again open their doors. We will follow all this and more, of course, at upnorthnewswi.com. We hope you'll sign up for our newsletters there as well. Stay home, stay safe, stay strong. I'm Pat Kreitlow. We'll visit tomorrow.